Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? I believe Isaiah was on some drugs, maybe, and mm-hmm, saw mm-hmm. God in the sky and some angels. On a throne. On a throne, and some angels with six wings covering their eyes and shit. Scary. And, yeah, it was some weird crap going on. Yeah, six-winged angels. That's the part I remember. Right? And... And they were seraphim, which means burning hot, yet they had to use coals to pick up this. They had to use tongs to tongs pick up coals. Tongs to pick up coal, not coal to pick up tongs. Right. And they touched Isaiah's lips with it and burned his face off. 
I, I don't know about his burning his face off, but they they cleansed him apparently by burning mm. his mouth. Mm. So I like to think of the scene in Indiana Jones <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when the dude melted. Not quite how that went, no. No, but in my in my head canon, that's the way it went. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. So yesterday we and and we're running late today. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Happy Halloween, though. Yeah, happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yesterday we went over Isaiah chapter six, mm-hmm. and that would mean that today we'll be going over. Isaiah chapter 7. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. All right, Isaiah chapter 7. Okay. I'm hating this so far. <laughs> you think this one will be gooder? No. Okay. But I mean, it's at least we have storylines, you we know, have like storyline, but it's there's, weird. About this, I, I like this better than Psalms. I like this better than Proverbs. Okay, I guess the bar is really low. You're right. right. Yeah, it's just that it's all prophecy shit, and it feels too close to New Testament. And I guess but that's because you're s- doing the research. You wouldn't necessarily like this was this is Old Testament. So like, unless you know about Jesus, which but hypothetically, because we haven't read the Bible yet, but it's all you know, prophecy. We, don't, we, don't, we only know it because of you know. People that tell us about Jesus, right? Okay, okay, I hear you, but it's even just reading it, it's it's all prophecy. Sure. And that's I hate it. I hate it. You know what really bothers me for Isaiah's sake? Hmm. Is that if you prophesize anything wrong, mm-hmm. it's the death it's a death sentence. I know. So but maybe if you prophesize far enough out, like past when you're gonna die, oh, yeah, then, it then you don't gotta matter. worry about it, right? Yeah. That's smart. That's actually really smart. You know what I hate? I hate I hate how the name Isaiah is spelled. It's so difficult for me. <laughs> like literally, I have to like look at it and go A I A A I A. And I mean, you heard me. I said pick up coal to use tongs. Yeah, or, you were having speaking problems. I get words ago. backwards. I get letters backwards. Yeah. I have dyslexia. It's a problem. Right, right. So names like Isaiah they bother you. They feel ableist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's read this. Yes. When Ahaz, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, who was king of Judah. Okay. King Rezim of Aram and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel. Mm -hmm. All those names. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. When all them marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Now the house of David was told Aram has allied has allied itself with Ephraim. Okay. Sure. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind, or like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> shaken, shaken, shaken. Yeah. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, "Go out, you and your son Shir Jeshub, Jeshub." Jashub? Sheer Jashub. Sheer Jashub. To meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the launderer's field. Okay. Go out there. That that guy. And say to him, be careful. Keep calm and don't be afraid. Do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood. Because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and of the sons of Remaliah. Aram, Ephraim, and Remaliah's son have... Plotted your ruin, saying, let us read Judah. Invade Judah, let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves and make the son of Tebiel king over it. Yet this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Is it what the Sovereign Lord says? Ready? I'm ready. 
It, he says, It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of a ram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be a fucking people. Uh, okay. The head of Ephraim is Samaria. The head of Samaria is only Ramalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Okay. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Okay. So he was offered like a sign. Like, yeah. God will give you a sign. But um, Ahaz is like, you're not supposed to test the Lord. But he was hiding behind those words. Like he he was pretending like, um, no, I'm not going to let the Lord. I'm not going to ask to test the Lord because that's against the Lord and and I'll get in trouble. Okay. But the Lord was like literally telling him, no, you can test me. It's fine. But how are you like if you've never talked to the Lord before, right? Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to know? No, that the for Lord's real, this telling... time it's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I just, don't know. I'm just saying like if you, if you grow. Okay. Let's just assume. I'm not assuming this, but like, let's just for the story's sake. Pretend. Say yeah. that God talked to him, right? Mm-hmm. But he grew up his whole life learning this religion where you're not supposed to hear from God, right? You're right. supposed to take it on faith. Or and whatever, maybe it's right? a test. And maybe it's a test. Yeah. And how are you supposed to, you're in a very stressful time. There's lots of war going on. There's lots of things happening, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How are you supposed to take your, what you perceive happened as something that is real and true? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, what, what is it that indicates that it's real? Yeah. It. Well, the fact that Isaiah, you accept that he's a prophet, right? But why do I accept Isaiah as a prophet? Well, I guess that you just do. But there's no, they don't give any good qualifying right. reasons. Exactly. Why? Exactly. It's just, no, but the Bible said it, so it's true. Right, but that, that's bullshit. But, I mean, Ahaz is like, I don't really know you all that well. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> right. it, I would need better evidence. Like, like I'm not saying Ahaz is not a bad guy. Right. He may very well be. Like, I don't remember what all he got up to. I don't think he was a great king or something. Sure. Whatever. I'm not here to defend him as a king or a person. Right. I'm just saying in this particular circumstance, no, I totally agree with you. Like, how do we know? We're putting reasoning in him and making his heart evil in this. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was just like, I'm not fucking taking that bait. Well, and I know how this ends. Based on what I know of the, of the quote unquote, the, the Lord, Lord, he can make you either accept the information or not. He can right. harden your heart. He can make you. Ex- I mean, yeah. so. How is it up to this person in any sense right. as to what's going to happen? Is this the moment when you be like, ah, Lord's going to just be razzing me? <laughs> or when you're like, I totally will do whatever the Lord says, even if it's against what the Lord said yesterday. I just, I really struggle with how to determine what it is you're supposed to do in any given moment with regard to what the Lord wants. Right. Because... It's never a direct message. And even if it was a direct message, it could be him fucking with you. Right. Like, there is no consistent message as to how to handle things that come from the word of God. Right. I guess what apologists would say is, okay, that's fair. That's a fair argument. So what he should have done is gone inside and hit his hit the floor, got on his knees and prayed to God and asked for guidance. Should I test you, Lord? And God would have given him a sign, study it out. But okay. We've, <laughs> right. 
All right. Well, I, I just, I'm, I'm just questioning this. That's all. No, I, I hear you, and I agree with you, obviously. Yeah. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David. Is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? I feel like Isaiah's uppity. Mm, He's like, I yeah. speak for God. What's up? Right. Also, he was working both sides. Like, he was working for Judah and mm -hmm. Jerusalem or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, so... I don't know how any of these guys can trust him either. Right, that's true. You know, you're playing both teams here, buddy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Hello. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Well, hold on. Okay. Look, I get I get why. <laughs> you see I get, where this I get, is going. Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> but we're talking to a king back in the times of David and what have you or whatever, mm -hmm. like, you know, near past that, but yeah. still around the same time, right? Kings and Kings. Chronicles. Right. Yes. Which is before mm -hmm. the conception of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they're asking, a few them to, they're, they're asking them to wait for it. There's a, there's an immediate problem going on with the war yeah. right now. And, and, and he's like, no, but just wait about four to 700 years <laughs> right. and this thing is going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. then you'll know. Right. Like that, yeah. that makes no fucking sense. No. No. Why would you even? You don't even need to bring that up. If it's four to seven hundred years down the road, no I mean, one cares. Sure, write it down just to be like, and then they'll talk about me. That's, right, that's but such, still, to, to call that a prophecy about Jesus is such bullshit. Well, I saw notes on this, and I didn't write them down because um, they weren't like super pertinent to this chapter okay. per se. Yeah. But there is. Um, an argument over how to accept this. Like Christians are obviously like, nope, he prophesied the Lord at the end. <laughs> right. But there are other people who are like, no, hang on a second. Um, you know, that, that is something else that happened like in the future of this okay. like, later. Yeah. Um, what this refers to is not Christ, but um, somebody who was, pregnant in the castle at that time who may also have been a virgin or not an unwed mother maybe um who did happen to name her son emmanuel and so okay. this happened got it right yeah so there's just two different arguments over was it jesus or was it just some dude I, and it I'm was like, just some dude. It was some dude, y'all. Right? Yeah. Like, why is that even a question? They're like, no, but Jesus. Because they they have to try real hard to make their religion be relevant. That's I mean, why. okay. Now, to be fair, to be fair, um, he will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive. Mary was a virgin, hypothetically. Uh, right. And give birth to a son. She gave birth to a son. 50% could have gone either way, right? Okay. She named him Emmanuel. He will be eating curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. For before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. Okay, but anybody who <laughs> studies religion knows that these things were written by humans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were really, really, really wanting to make this work yes. with regard to an extension and the the coming Messiah, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, they wanted this coming Messiah to be so fucking real right and so they retrofit it yeah yeah i know i know I'm i just, just I, it's i'm trying i'm trying to play fair here i'm i'm extending courtesies that are undeserved i will tell you that much i just i it bothers me because i don't know how you can read this and say that this 
How do you not see that? How do you not see that that's at least a possibility? How do you not discuss that? How do you just accept it on quote unquote faith that this is all just like an actual prophecy and an actual thing that happened and not say, well, maybe they took this and said the same thing over right. there because they wanted to, you know, it had to fit. Had to, they, they wanted to make it work. Well, look, here's my thing. I've said it before. I don't have a switch on where I can just disregard all of this and suddenly just be like, you know what? Fuck all this. I believe. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't understand how that works. Um, however, imaginary God guy, Sky Daddy does have the ability, the power, if you will, the magic yeah. to um, harden people's heart or to fill them with love or whatever. Right. So God could very easily turn on my light switch you would and make me believe. It would actually make a lot of sense for him to do it in the middle of one of our podcasts for right? us. We just like suddenly become like godly right now. Right. Like or one, two, three, go. Or a, a reluctant prophet who right. like suddenly became an apologist and was like, actually, husband, I will tell you <laughs> how this works. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine our listeners if they suddenly heard us make like a one or a oh 360 or no, it'd be a 180 switch. Yeah. yeah 180. 180 switch. Yeah. And and they started talking about God. Oh, my goodness. Like, they'd be like, what the fuck happened? And they'd, they'd have to start questioning, right? Like it would no, be a, they wouldn't. They well, would be like, "What a scam!" Those well, bitches. yeah, no, that's what would really happen. But <laughs> especially, especially Patreon listeners, like they would be like, "I want my money back," and you know what? I wouldn't even blame them. Right, right. Yeah, but I'm just, but it, I'm somebody out there would be like, "I'm gonna research this." You know what I mean? Because like it would make somebody think. I would think. Maybe. I hope. Maybe. Maybe people don't think. I don't. Th- I hope people don't think we're that shallow. I'm not, but right. you might be. I'm just not. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Neither Jeez. of us is. That's why we're sitting here because neither of us is. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have the ability to believe this, and I can only look at this askance, and that's not my fault. Baby, right. I was born this way, so the song goes. <laughs> you know. So okay, but the prophecy goes on. Sure. Okay. Okay. The Lord will bring on you and your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of motherfucking Assyria. Mm. Boom. Okay. Right. In that day, the Lord will whistle for flies from the Nile Delta in Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria. You can just whistle for those things? Well, the piper can play a pipe and bring the mice. That's very cool. I, I didn't the pied know. one. Right. I didn't know that. Not just any piper. Right, right. The pied one. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to know, how does one go about getting pied? I don't, I don't being know. Being pied. But I, I have to say, even if I could do it, I would not whistle for bees. Or no, flies, for No, you that wouldn't. You wouldn't. But what if you were the only one that could make the bees come and um, scientists came to you like, and they're they're... Like, they ran across the planet, they're panting, and they're like, husband, listen, listen. We know you don't like bees. We but... know you don't like bees, but you're our only hope. Yeah. The, the bees are about to leave. So long and thanks for all the fish, like the fucking dolphins did. Right. And um, you need to whistle for the bees, because otherwise, we are fucked. We are in big trouble. Would you whistle for the bees, then? It's been nice knowing y'all. Are you serious? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I would like, definitely what? do it. I mean, okay, you could get inside a bee suit, right? <laughs> like, how you do you could... whistle? And how do you whistle clearly inside a bee suit? I mean, there's ways. Is there? They could put a microphone in there so that you could 
have it magnified. But if I'm the only person in the world, it's got to be it's got to be genuine, right? Like you got to like it's got to be. It can't be a recording, or it can't be like digital. Yeah, that's what would make it so difficult is that I would have to be outside of the suit and like you know just my set myself. So you would like lather up in like bug spray or whatever, and they would be like, (laughs) "No, you cannot, sir. That's the point." Right. (laughs) We need you to get stung to death and die, Mm. but for the good of the planet. Whew, man. That's a rough one. What if what if it was we promise you that when you whistle and the bees come, we promise you that you might get stung a couple times, but like and they're going to get all over you, mm-hmm. but they're not you're not going to have an allergy to it because we've inoculated you mm-hmm. and you'll be you'll be fine. Like okay. you might get a few stings, but you'll be fine. You'll just merely be living your greatest terror and be in discomfort while this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be horrible. And then what if you had to be naked while it was do happening? we have to keep going on about this? What if you were naked and had bees all over you? Why do I have to be you? naked to whistle? I don't understand. You, where, where is this going? This is going you're down naked all the wrong paths. And bees are all over you and you're whistling. No. 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 Sorry. That, Fuck human, the planet. Humanity's dying. Okay. Sorry. I just I wanted to know what your line was. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no bee shall touch my penis. <laughs> You are not the Pied Piper, sir. No, no. They will all come and settle in the steep ravines, the flies and bugs. Yeah, okay, you know, right. The bees yeah. and thing, cockroaches. <laughs> and in the crevices in the rocks and on the thorn bushes and at the water holes, you know, the way bugs do. Why do we want... Okay, all right, um, all right. Okay, so this is uh, um analogy. This is like symbolism. Okay. Okay, so it's not like actual fucking bees and actual fucking oh, flies. Oh, okay. Um, it's... The uh the flies from the Delta Nile no, Delta Jesus Nile Christ. Nile Delta yes the Nile Delta sorry dyslexia I can't help it it's getting worse okay listen so the flies from Egypt yes are disorganized the disorganized army and soldiers from Egypt okay okay right. and the bees from Assyria they were very well trained they were uniform they were tight uh, okay, okay? okay. so right. he's saying that the soldiers from these two lands one of which is kind of a mess and one of which i know you're scared of um they're gonna come okay and they're going you're gonna see them Got they're it. gonna get you i got you in that day the lord will use a razor hired from beyond the euphrates river the king of assyria to shave your heads and private parts <laughs> and to cut off your beards also not my beard okay Oy. Well, you know, because they're being captured and they're turned mm-hmm. into slaves or whatever. And or remember, like remember, um, like making them, um, shaving them and cutting off their all their hair and dehumanizing almost, yeah, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's making a statement, like right. it's their honor. They're like Klingons, you know. Sure. They they have their honor wrapped up in their their, their, their fucking braids or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In that day, a person will keep alive a young cow and two goats. And because of the abundance of the milk they give, there will be curds to eat. Okay. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels, there will be only briars and thorns. So basically everyone's going to get taken away and this is where the 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 righteous, well, there's going to be a couple righteous left that can Mm -hmm. repopulate or whatever. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the opposite. Um, it's the backwards left behind. Right. Yeah. 
The, yeah. This is that the same rapture. thing he was talking yeah. about in the other chapter. The unrapture. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, hunters will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe, I'm a hoe that <laughs> is cultivated. I was waiting for you to say something. I know you were. Yeah. You will no longer go there for fear of the briars and thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where sheep run. The end. Oh, no, not that. Not right? where sheep run. Right? <laughs> All right, so here are my notes on this, okay? okay? Yep. This thing is called, this whole chapter was called Isaiah's Message to Ahaz and Shir, Jeshub, and Emmanuel, okay? Yeah, all right. That prophecy, okay? okay? So verses 1 and 2 were about the northern nation of Israel and Ser Syria um, combining to attack Judah, okay? okay? Yeah. Ahaz was a wicked king of Judah, Worshipping other gods and even sacrificing his son to Molech in Second Kings. What an ass. Yeah. Like, I kind Jesus. of vaguely remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 The only good thing Ahaz did was Father Hezekiah, who was a good king of Judah. Got it. Yeah. Um, the purpose of the war was to bring Judah into an anti-Assyrian coalition. Okay. Okay. So then the next section was the word of the Lord to Ahaz through Isaiah. Which we got sure, that. Right. Okay. And then the next section was Ahaz will not ask for a sign. And we talked about that. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next section was the Lord's sign to Ahaz, the sign of Emmanuel. And we talked about that a little bit. Sure. And I'm assuming Ahaz was unreceptive according right. to this story because he was offering, you know, things to Molech and, you mm -hmm. know, his son to Molech yeah. or whatever. And so he's not, not really a godly person. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, not in any way whatsoever, mm -hmm. I guess. So Yeah, and that's why I was saying, like, the notes say that he was, like, pretending that he was not taking the bait on accepting the right to test the Lord. Right. He's like, no, no, I'm not supposed to test the Lord. And Isaiah's like... But why even pretend if you're, if you're, if you're sacrificing your son to Molech? Why would you... Why... If you if you also believe like let's just say any part of you believes that God is real like the God Yahweh is real right you would think that he would be able to see that you sacrificed your fucking son to Molech right so why would you even pretend to be Here's the thing that part of the story allows the Christians who read this to use that section as a way of saying um, this is how people will use the Bible. This is how, oh. you know, um, this is how pretenders will use the words from the Bible. They will say things that bear the um, seed of truth, but are actually untrue. And, and their are, actions show that they are not holy or right. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. And, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Like, just because they're telling you something doesn't mean that um they're good people sure. and they're hiding behind this holy law but they are bad people so so basically their holiness doesn't count if we don't go to your church we're probably sacrificing our kids to molech yeah and eating babies <laughs> yes that is correct All right. we are doing those things gotcha so the last section was about assyria the nation ahaz trusted will also bring ruin to judah Got it. Okay. Okay. And then, so that's what it was about. And I've already told you, um, as we read it, all the notes that I saw. had in there. Sure. Yeah. 
Okay, sounds good. So that was uh, Isaiah chapter 7. It was, and it just, I'm sorry, I, I know we we're trying to wrap this up, but I just feel really weird that we're reading this section of the Bible for a third fucking time. Like, yeah. we went through it in Kings, yeah, we, then we went through it in Chronicles, and now we're going through it again. It's true. We have to, they make us look at this a million different ways. Right. So... Apparently, and they think it's really important. They do. And it is interesting seeing it from different perspectives, but I kind of wish they were lined up better. Again, a good well, editor would have helped. Sure. But look at, I mean, from the perspective of the Jewish people, right? And mm -hmm. the Old Testament and what have you. Mm -hmm. This was a time of very of a lot of turmoil between sure. different kings, different wars, mm -hmm. um, enslavement of their people, sure. and then not enslavement of their people again. So, I mean, it's, it's a time that they feel very... Um, drawn to to talk about i, yeah. I imagine and it yeah. means a lot to them obviously because that's when their their god was formed their idea of their god was formed right. and and all that too so um so again you know it is what it is and and here we are but that was isaiah chapter seven yes it was sorry i'm trying to, <laughs> i was looking for a good way to wrap that up and i lost my thread there for a second i know so. and you were like and done yeah like mid-thought i know I'm like, i know oh, okay i apologize we're done now we're, we're done now i guess yeah <laughs> And we will be back tomorrow with Isaiah chapter 8. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.